We're back with On Tech and Thought from GPB. I'm Virginia Prescott. Imagine a door shuts and you see a flash of yellow. A bottle opens and you experience sparkles of light blue. A baby cries and the world goes red. For people with synesthesia, this blending of sound and color or any two senses is just part of daily life, an extraordinary part. From Vincent van Gogh to Charlie XCX, many accomplished artists are thought to have had synesthesia. Sienna Altiz does too. She's a sensory music artist based in Atlanta who uses her unique perspective to create musical experiences that relax people. Her new album, Sleeping Waters, comes out next month. But she's here with us as part of GBB's Music Month. And Sienna, welcome. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here. Well, I'm going to start right in because sure. you say that your work is meant to be experienced. So let's experience Kumano. People have described your work as experimental, acoustic, mystical. Is anybody right? I mean, how do you describe it? All of the above. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've had some people describe it as a religious experience. Um, I've had very emotional responses, too. So I, I, it, it's completely personal. Just There's depends nothing. on who's here. It huh? depends on who they are and where they are in that very moment. How did you discover your synesthesia? I, mean, I mentioned that it's this blending of two different senses. When did you first realize you were seeing or experiencing the world differently? I was about 21. And I asked a, a girlfriend of mine when we were in church and we were listening to this worship band. And I said, hey, you know, do you see colors and stuff when you're listening to this music? And she says, yeah, of course, everybody does. And I said, well, okay. I tucked it, and I didn't think anything else about it. I moved to China about a year later, and I was working with a band there. And there was a guitarist. He mentioned a song that he wanted to play, and I said, okay, that's the blue song, Billie Jean, Michael Jackson's Billie Jean. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what do you mean blue and gray? And I said, well, this is what it looks like. And I kind of sketched it out. I said, don't you see colors when you listen to music? Because, of course, everybody does. And he said, Sienna, I've never seen anything like this before. And so that's when I realized, holy moly, I think that <laughs> I think I have a thing. But I, I didn't know. And there weren't many resources that were available at the time. Finally, something popped up and it said synesthesia, blending of the senses and different types of synesthesias. Holy moly. I have like eight, about eight to 10 different sensory connections. Um, and most of them evolve around color. So when you taste something, you taste color? Is I that, can. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the weaker ones. Mm -hmm. But my smell is, is pretty impressive. That's so interesting. <laughs> what is it like for you to walk around in the world and be hit with all of these senses? It's a lot. But does it ever feel like debilitating or distracting? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, there's, I've only heard one person thus far say it's not distracting, but most people with synesthesia would say that they've had to learn how to manage their experiences in the world because it can be actually very distracting. Mm -hmm. It's very beautiful, don't get me wrong, because we get to experience the world in such a, such a different texture. Um, 
emotions. I, I experience emotions in color, pain. People's personalities have color. People's voices have color. There's, there's just color everywhere for me. Um, it's just a matter of how do I process that. It's extra information mm -hmm. along with everyday life. You've been an artist all your life, visually through painting yeah. and sketching, performing with bands, with friends. Now, today you describe your work as musical meditation. How did you decide to create music that relaxes people? I needed it. Huh. <laughs> I was dealing with a lot of anxiety. I was moving. I'd just gotten married, and we had no clue what we were doing. <laughs> And uh, he would go off to work during the day and I was home and I was just stressed. And I had this really cool machine that was sitting in my closet. It was actually um, my looping machine. So mm -hmm. it's what I'm using primarily now. And I decided, well, what if I just start to tinker around with it? And every day I came home, I would start to work with the, the machine and, and making different songs and trying to rewrite different uh, arrangements of some of my favorite songs, which I still perform to this day. Uh, Nerls Barkley's Crazy It's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I noticed that my anxiety was starting to disappear as I was singing. So I started posting these on YouTube, started posting them on Facebook, and the responses that I was getting was very similar. Some people were saying, hey, I'm listening to this now between midterms, or I'm listening to this while I'm studying, I'm listening to this while I'm taking a break, and it's helping me so much. There was one woman that said, uh, who was wrestling with schizoaffective disorder, mm. She said, when I listen to your music, this is the only time that the voices go away. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah. So I decided this is a thing, and I need to spend some time understanding the effects of music on the brain. Well, let's hear some of that as we pause and go on into a break. I'm talking with Sianna Altice, who uses her synesthesia to compose evocative tracks meant to help listeners relax. Her new album, Sleeping Waters, comes out next month, October 24th. Stay with us for more on Sianna's music when we return. We're back with On Second Thought from GPB. I'm Virginia Prescott, picking up a conversation with Sienna Altiz. She's a sensory music artist based in Atlanta, and her work has been described as experimental, haunting, relaxing, and for her, relaxing is really the ultimate goal. She writes music to help people pause and become more engaged with the present with songs like this, Through the Bushels. <laughs> studied neuroscience and psychology while learning about your synesthesia. Did you begin to base your looping patterns that you do in your music on, on research that you've done on relaxation? Absolutely. So how does it help? So wandering attention is something that happens while we're listening to music. If it's a song that we know, then our attention wanders and we start to think about autobiographical memories and, and different things of how the song resonates with us. Or we can start daydreaming about things that we're going to do 
We can start worrying about things in the future. Right. Anything that's all not over the now. Place. Everything that's not now. Right. Exactly. And so this is something that I learned uh, from actually going to classical concerts. The phrases of silence between two movements is where our attention is suspended again. And so the silence is just as important as the sound. So that is something that I started to base my looping off of. The pause? The pause. Huh. Mm -hmm. And the transitions. So keep the attention with the additional harmonies, with the additional backgrounds. The listeners never know what's coming next. So their attention is suspended. Mm -hmm. It's almost you're not, not really allowed to wander. So I love creating my music in a way that is painting a picture, except you don't know what stroke is coming next. You don't know what color is going to come next because it's your story that's, that, that you're experiencing with the music. So what... How do audiences respond to that when you're performing? At the end of most songs, and it, it, still, it still throws me off, is that people are still waking back up after, after the songs are over. I mean, they go someplace. They're gone. Yeah, yeah it's good. And I'm, and I'm thankful for it because these are the moments that we need. I know you like to perform live because of the kind of interaction you get from people. This is the piece that you created live called De Novo. So when are you doing these compositions on the fly in front of a live audience? Maybe this is a crazy question, but do you, are you getting color from them? Are you what? What are you experiencing in that moment? There's a general color in in an audience. It's like a like anticipation, the anticipation, the nervousness. You have the people that are sitting in the corner that don't know anybody in the crowd and they're tense. You have the people that came with friends or people who have been drinking already and they're loosened up and they're excited. They're, these are all different. Uh, it's like diff like a light show or if you're looking at the northern stars, uh, northern lights, sorry. Uh, you know, there's, there's such a glow. And so I, I look at that and I say, okay, this is where most people are and I, I want to get us all on the same page. So I've got to slow us all down. These are the colors that I want to create with this song. So I'm going to create that song, get us all on the same page, and then move us all together. Um, kind of, it, it feels almost like a, like a shepherd, but, you know, people just don't know. that. That's kind of how I'm seeing it. I, I want to shepherd the space, the atmosphere, the, their energy, and, and bring them into this relaxing place. I, I believe that the synesthesia, super sensory ability, is almost like a superpower. And so I really, I just, I feel responsible and I want to use it well. Um, I don't think it was by mistake that I experienced this at all. And one of the forms of synesthesia you experience has to do with emotions. Like mm -hmm. you have a heightened ability to experience people's pain, emotions, and personality in a kind of multi-sensory way. Mm -hmm. So isn't there like a character on Star Trek, the empath? <laughs> they touch people and they download all yes. of their emotions. So be being the psychological and physiological sponge in front of an audience, what kind of effect does that have on you? Oh, man, I've got to be in my own world. Yeah? Yeah. I've done it the other way around where I want people to accept me and what I'm doing. And then I realized it just doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. I've got to give what I have versus trying to receive and then give according to what I think people want. That's too much work. <laughs> but I've had to accept 
this superpower. I call it a superpower because I don't know any other way of, of describing it. Well, it's I've, better than calling it a debilitation. <laughs> exactly. So I once I accepted this superpower, it's been amazing. And I feel like I'm taking people on a journey. It's interesting because in some way, this is an actual neurological thing, synesthesia. Mm -hmm. But in a way, it also sounds very like, I don't know, new agey or it's, an, yeah. it's another realm. It's a kind of spiritual thing. Do you think people, when they come to your shows, do they know what to expect? Do they, do they know this about you? Would this be obvious or they just completely get chilled out? They have no clue. Yeah. I often don't know how to talk about it. So yeah. I, I usually just talk about it with my close friends. So I guess everybody listening to this is now considered a close <laughs> friend of mine. Thank you. Nice to meet you all. Uh, <laughs> but I, no, I don't know how to describe it. So I just let them experience it for themselves. I think it's better to catch them off guard, in fact. <laughs> well, it's fascinating. I want to hear more of your music. This is East African Chameleon. As, unfortunately, I have to say goodbye. We're mm. out of time. This is Pledge Week. And I want to thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Virginia. Sianna Altiz, she has a new record coming out next month in October. GPB loves music as the hashtag to find this and more interviews about music makers of a great variety of many colors, let's say, <laughs> in Georgia. On Second Thought is produced by Amelia Brock, LaRaven Taylor, Priya Mahadevan, and Jake Troyer. Jesse Nicewanger is our engineer. Our interns are Allison Kraussman, Jessica Lowell, and Alexis Thomason. Don Smith is our Dean of Grammar. Amy Kiley is senior producer. I'm Virginia Prescott. Thanks so much for listening to On Second Thought.